This week on the Mickey Shorts and more Disney podcast, we get a sneak peek at the Mickey Mouse Pirate Adventure. We answer the question, will Disney lose its Mickey Mouse copyright? We're going to go shopping for some Mickey Mouse board games, and Keith and I are going to watch and review the season 4 episode 19 short called Roll'em. All that and more on this week's Mickey Shorts and more podcast. Mickey Shortsters, welcome to this week's episode of the Mickey Shorts and More Disney Podcast. My name is Steve. And my name is Keaton. No accent this week. I am impressed. <clears throat> Oopsie. And my name is Keaton. <laughs> what kind of accent is that? We went from no accent to something weirdness. I don't know what that was coming out of your mouth. I am Keaton. I am Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, from, yeah. I'm like, from Italy, but now we don't want to offend all, the, all of our listeners from Italy. That's not cool. But we got a, a good show coming to you this week from the Mickey Shorts and More Studios. It is hot. It is sweltering. Not as bad as, as England or the rest of the country, so we really can't complain. But summer has finally definitely arrived. Especially where my sister lives. Oh, yes. It's very, very warm down there. But she will not be joining us on the podcast this week. Instead, we are going to cover the Season 4, Episode 19 short called Rollum, a tribute to classic Hollywood with a lot of interesting connections I think people will find very enlightening. And so, we're going to do that shortly. Before we get to the main feature, we have to do some news. Friends, loved ones, I've gathered you all here to tell you something important. So, just a few news stories hitting the web this this last week. First of all, we cover the Mickey Mouse shorts as produced by Paul Rudish. Uh, he's been producing those since 2013. It's the you know, the series of shorts then evolved into the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, and then this last year, the wonderful various seasons of Mickey Mouse. There's been a lot of content there. But one of the things we don't cover, but is still Mickey Mouse, is the Mickey Mouse Fun House series. Now, not the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse series you used to watch, you know, when you were in preschool. Da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> the Mickey Mouse Fun House series, which is still the same animation style, still targeted towards preschool age kids. So if you have them in the house, expect them to be asking for this soon. But the next season of the show is getting ready to premiere on Disney Junior on August 19th. And we have a preview because it's coming in. The first episode is coming in very piratey themed. Now, as I watch this, I want to see if you can pick out the voice of the of the pirate Salty Bones. Wait, what? The voice of the pirate Salty Bones. You're not, I, I will tell you right now, you're not going to be able to do it. So let's watch that and see. Ahoy there, mateys! All right, so we've got the ship, Mickey and Goofy. They're all pirated up. Arg! It's gonna be fun. And of course, Goofy going. Woo-hoo-hoo. Of course. 
We've got bridges almost breaking. They're riding some sort of a fish, like a bucking bronco. But ultimately, it's the Mickey Mouse Funhouse Pirate Adventures, debuting Friday, August 19th on Disney Junior. So that was very quick. Just a little 30-second look there that, that you should have seen on the screen as well. But, Keaton, any thoughts on that one? What did you mean by uh, the thing you are saying with the voice? All right, so, like I said, you're not going to be able to figure this out, but the legendary pirate, Salty Bones, his voice was right at the very beginning. He was voiced by actor John Stamos, mm-hmm. who does other, you know, he's been a big Disney fan for a long time. He's done other things for them. But that, that's it's a, it's a fun voice that you would not say, ooh, that sounds like John Stamos. <laughs> but it is him. So he's involved in this series. Do you know so- who does him? Who he voices? He voices the legendary pirate Salty Bones. I never, I didn't see him in the in the. Preview. Yeah, I think his voice was just at the beginning. Ahoy there, mateys! Ahoy! So def, definitely watch for that. But it's 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 something good. It's a good series for teaching youngsters important lessons in life. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. Now, the next big news story this week. Uh, to a, you know, a different type of, of Mickey Mouse, is there's been a lot of talk online about whether or not Disney is going to lose its copyright whoa, 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 what? for Mickey Mouse in 2024. Now, this, this is a big issue. So what happens is people develop characters. You know, Walt Disney developed Mickey Mouse. And they put in place laws with copyright laws and trademarks and all that kind of good stuff to protect that character, to keep it owned by whoever created it for a number of years. In this case, it's 95 years. But in 2024, the copyright for Mickey Mouse is going to expire. And then he will. what will happen is he'll enter what's called the public domain, which means anybody can take that design and use it without getting sued by the Walt Disney Company. Hold on a second. I can finally write <laughs> my Lightning Bolts books with Mickey Mouse in it. All right. Well, hold, hold the horses here because there's there's a few limitations here to this. Wait, what? <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. So, like I said, a lot of people are asking this question. The reason they're asking this question is some issues have kind of come up with people taking expired copyrights and using them. So, for example, Winnie the Pooh. Popular Disney character, one of the most popular Disney characters. The copyright for, or the, the trademark for, for Winnie the Pooh ca- put him into the, the public domain. Not Winnie the Pooh, the Disney version. Winnie the Pooh from the books. So, like, Winnie the Pooh with a red shirt, that's that's Disney. Just Winnie the Pooh with a stuffed bear that's named Winnie the Pooh, that is now public domain. People can take that character and use it however they want. And people are starting to do that. There is a new horror movie coming out about Winnie the Pooh. Uh... <laughs> Definitely not one you are seeing. <laughs> but somebody made a horror movie about Winnie, Winnie the, Pooh, the Pooh. And because the character is in the public domain, there's not much Disney can do about it. Now, they don't want this happening with Mickey Mouse. So a lot of people are like, ooh. When Mickey Mouse hits that 95-year mark in 2024, are they going to lose the character? The answer is no, they are not. But here's what they will lose. The styling of Mickey Mouse, as created in the the, the short Steamboat Willie, that style will 
expire and that will enter the public domain. Now, How the crap am I going to draw that? <laughs> the uh, the the character of Mickey Mouse as we know him from like the Paul Rudis shorts or anything that Disney has done in the last you know, 50 years or so, all that's perfectly safe for a very long time. So, the current iteration of Mickey Mouse is not set to enter the public domain. The only one that would go is the Steamboat Willie styled Mickey Mouse. And here's an interesting quote. This is from Daniel Mayida from the UCLA School of Law. is quoted in The Guardian as saying, You can use the Mickey Mouse character as it was originally created to create your own Mickey Mouse stories or stories with this character. But if you do so in a way that people will think of Disney, which is kind of likely because they've been investing in this character for so long, then in theory, Disney could say you violated their trademark. So... You would have to draw Mickey Mouse kind of like he appears in the Steamboat Willie cartoon. Even with his little Steamboat hat? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and animate him in such a way that it doesn't look like the Mickey Mouse we know from Disney. It would have to be like a completely different character. Wait, if what? you do those things, if it's not like a, Mickey, a character associated with Mickey Mouse and it has that style, then you're probably going to be okay once that version of the character enters the public domain in 2024 <laughs> so copyright and trademark law are complicated but this want... could open the doors for some very interesting styled projects i don't think anyone's going to take mickey mouse and start creating a horror movie with him i mean like they did with winnie the pool <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to have him out there killing people with an axe like like um like Five Nights at Freddy's, but with Mickey Mouse animatronics. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, yeah, I think Disney would, would would frown on that, especially you know if you're attaching the Mickey Mouse to an animatronic. That's a little too close to Disney home there. Uh... But this could create some interesting legal gray area as we make this transition to a version of Mickey Mouse entering the public domain. That means people can finally make Mickey Mouse mods in Minecraft. Without getting sued by Walt Disney. <laughs> Pretty much. Because Walt Disney... Not Walt Disney. Disney is... I mean, it would not Disney the corporation. <laughs> All right. So that's the big news stories of the week. Now, let's do some shopping. And look at all these fancy doodads. The Mickey Mouse product of the week. So one of the things we always like, you know, we've got a, a family vacation coming up, and one of the things we like to do is play Mickey Mouse created or Disney created games with the whole family when they're all together uh, you know, for that vacation. And this year in Walmart, we happen to find, we actually have the product of the week with us this week. Hopefully we can see this, but it's the Family Feud Disney Edition. So what does it, I mean, pretty much everyone's going to know the Family Feud game how it's played but this is all questions pertaining to disney this is on sale at walmart.com for 1997 that's why i bring it up because it's a good price for for the, for a good game especially if you have a, a big family that likes disney style questions now this isn't trivia you're trying to guess you know what's the most popular answer from a, a survey style question so let me give you an example and our family feud cards. So, Keaton, I want you to raise your hand as soon as you have an answer to this question, okay? Okay. Remember, this is we're looking for what people think are popular, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So name a Disney character that first comes to mind when you hear the word funny. Mickey Mouse. Survey says that's ding number six. Can you do better than that? That gives you six points. Goofy. Goofy. Ding, ding, ding. Number one answer. That's 14 points. That's, it's literally in his name. <laughs> it is in his name. Exactly. Okay. Any other ideas of characters that would be on this list? All right. So let me give you uh, the, the rest of their answer. So number one is Goofy. Number two is Olaf. Number three is Genie. Number four, Donald Duck. Number five is Tigger. Number six, Mickey Mouse. Number seven is Woody. And number eight is Flounder. I don't usually consider Flounder to be you know, a funny character, but okay. Again, you never know on the survey answers what people are going to answer. Now, this one I find interesting. I'll give you one more here before we move on. Wait, what if I tried doing this one to you? No, because I already saw the answers because I was looking uh. for, for specific Mickey Mouse related stuff to use on the show. So, name the Disney character with the worst hairstyle. Mickey? Why Mickey? He doesn't really have any hair. Okay, okay. Well, let's... Uh, <laughs> so, first things first, let's answer your question. You said Mickey Mouse? Yeah. He... Ding, 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 ding. Wait, He's what? number six on the list. <laughs> I know. Mickey has no hair. How does he end up on the Disney characters with the worst hairstyle list? <laughs> I, I, just, I don't just, understand this. He doesn't even have a hairstyle. Exactly. Mm. Okay, so number one is Ursula. You know, well, it makes sense. Two, Cruella Deville. Three, Merida. Wait, what? Merida. You know, with all that <laughs> flowing red, thick, thick, permy hair. Oh. Four is Sully. Sully. What? Who did who <laughs> who did they ask these questions to? Now I want to know this. Okay, number five is Rapunzel. Number six, like I said, it's Mickey Mouse, who has no hair, which, again, is really bringing to question the, 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 who they ask these questions to. Seven is Aladdin, okay, and eight is Ariel. Wait, what? So anyway, if, if you want a fun family game, go you know, check out the Disney Family Feud at Walmart with the link in the show notes. Um, but if you want to carry a game that will also make you go, what the crap are people thinking? Also this game. <laughs> so you, you can laugh and you can have fun with your family and sit back and be puzzled as a Disney man at the same time. Wait a second. All in one big package. We need to try that once. Is it two player? Three. Oh. Remember, you've got to have us teaming up against each other and then someone asking the questions. Oh. So we'll need mom. Or some other family member to help us out for that. For that. You know what we should do at some point in time, though? What? We should do an in-depth look at Disney's Villainous. Because we just got into that game recently. And there's a lot for the character of... The villain of Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you have tried to play in the past, too. That so we'll, we'll save that idea for a future show. But Villainous is a lot of fun, too. And we'll talk about that later. In the meantime, let's watch some Mickey Mouse. Are you ready for the show? All right. So, as I said earlier, this week we are covering the Season 4, Episode 19, short called Rollum. As a fun note of progression, this is the last of the Season 4 shorts. That means we'll be starting Season 5 next week. As we progress on through the Mickey shorts. Now, the official show summary says, Mickey and Minnie need a race to capture a runaway film reel as it wreaks havoc around a big Hollywood movie studio. 
The original air date almost lined up with today. The original air date was July 14th, 2018. And we are recording on July 19th, 2022. So almost four, just a little over four years ago. This is written by Derek Bachman, Paul Rudish, and Eddie Trigueros. Directed by Eddie Trigueros and storyboarded by Eddie Trigueros. And that is the main crew for this show. Eddie Trigueros, Eddie Trigueros. There's a lot of Eddie Trigueros in this episode, yes. Because as we know from the past, traditionally it's the director that also storyboards it. And we know from our behind-the-scenes processes that they really don't start from a script. The storyboard is the starting place, which is why these are so visual. You know, the, the humor and the style of storytelling is so visual in nature. They start with the storyboard and go from there. Mm-hmm. So, Keaton, how do people watch this with us? So, if you have a Disney Plus account, you can just watch it on Disney Plus. Or you could just go to YouTube and watch it. The link is, is down in the show notes. Once I reach three, you can either... Uh, well, once you reach one. Three, two, one. When I reach one, um, you can press play or you could um, watch the show and go back and see it with us. That's right. So, give us a countdown so we can start watching this one. Three, two, one... Mickey Mouse and Rollum. We've got all of the King's Court. There's Minnie Mouse is pouring water. And suddenly bad guys are coming in the windows as the king explain, exclaims, he gods, which is one of my favorite words. And now Mickey Mouse in modern world clothes is popping up with hoagies. Oh, wait, he's ruining the film. And the director is angry. And Maiden 14. She's not on her marks. Oh, poor Minnie Mouse. She's sad. She wanders behind a hand, which makes a hit, Mickey. And now the scene... Look at his big butt. His giant butt is there in the chair. I know. Mickey is... He's spying on the production. He wants to see what's happening. But he accidentally opens the film reel canister. And now it's starting to pour out. And it's making a huge mess. The reel is running all over... It's running out the door. Go get it, Minnie Mouse says... Okay, whew, got it. But now here comes Minnie. She crashes into him, sending the reel off. Oh no! And it's still rolling. So now they're on different movie sets. They're on a, a hero adventure. They messed that up. Oh look, it's Ripley from Aliens! Now they're running to the next one. Now we've got Mickey Mouse in a... He's huge! He's like in a Godzilla role! And now Minnie Mouse trying to get the reels. She's in a aquatic set, like the old musicals of yesteryear. She's looking around, and now the the, the canister's getting kicked around too. He's Mickey, floaty. He's wearing he's wearing a Donald Duck floaty. Mickey Mouse is as he tries to save the day. But they just triggered a giant fan, which is blowing the side of the soundstage off. I don't know why they would have a fan that big. As if that's the weirdest question from this episode. Now they're on a set for Ben-Hur. Whatever will we do? Oh, Minnie's being all dramatic. They're going to be heroes. They're going to save the day. Saying cut, which is through the writer way out yonder. 
and Mickey is putting the wheel on the, the back of the, the horse thing. I don't remember what that thing's called. And then now uh, we're wound. They're shoving all the film into the canister. And hoping the director doesn't notice. Okay, off to the screening room. And Minnie Mickey are going to bolt for the door before they get caught. He's watching the footage. And now all of a sudden, wait, there's heroes and people swimming. And Mickey Mouse says, Godzilla, the director spits out his coffee. And then goes to get Mickey and Minnie. And here we think that they're going to get busted. But he's going to make them their newest stars. Yay! Stars! So wait, we're not fired? Oh, you will be the toast of the show business. Hmm. And now we fast forward to the future when Mickey and Minnie, of course, are as they are today. The big Hollywood couple. And what is this? It is a big Hollywood production of the Mickey Mouse theme song. I love it when they do something different at the end credits. <laughs> so there we go. Whew. What was your favorite part? All right, Mr. Keaton, what did we think about Rollum? I just like the part where um where it looks like the director had a huge B U T T. I figured that's where you were going. But <laughs> The eight-year-old brain is going to focus on the butts. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was, I mean... <laughs> what, well, what can you he say? Said... They put that in there <laughs> for, specifically for this audience. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes, there we, there we go. It was, said... it was a big butt. <laughs> now we're not going down this road again. <laughs> All right, so this is a fun nod to classic Hollywood. Um, it, it's there's, there's a lot of visual kind of gags in there as Mickey and, and Minnie are running through all these film sets. You know, as, as, as a video producer, as a film producer, you know, I you have to take these things in a Mickey Mouse cartoon with a grain of salt. But, I mean, theoretically, Mickey Mouse opened the can and the film fell out, which would then expose the film and just turn it into white nothingness. I mean, that's... They were following the film around the set. They were not just following the camera, which captures the image around the set's... But that's okay. You know, we're willing to put those little details aside and you know, put off our, our, our suspension of disbelief so that we can say, okay, yes, they had this fun adventure through the studios. But then the video producer in me is like, that's not how it works. That's okay. It's okay. Quiet brain, quiet brain. Anything else to jump out to you, buddy? Not really, aside from the B-U-T. Team. Really? Three and a half <laughs> minutes of Mickey Mouse Entertainment and you're obsessed with the director's butt? <laughs> the, the big elephant in the room. Okay, well that works interestingly well too. Let's, let's address the big elephant in the room, a.k.a. the director, sitting in the chair. We know where this is going. Now, this is what I find interesting. So, they, they set the scene. 
that they're trying to direct this medieval film. Mickey interrupts the shots. The director gets mad at him. He continues to monkey with the gear and then releases the can and they go through all these Hollywood sets. A lot of the sets that Mickey and Minnie run through are direct nods to classic Hollywood films, all of which they referenced in The Great Movie Ride. Now, (laughs) The Great Movie Ride closed its doors on August 13th of 2017. This short came out on July 14th, 2018, so just a little under a year later. So I find it really interesting that when you think that The Great Movie Ride has a bunch of these films in it, The Great Movie Ride was shut down, had been shut down. Why would you want to draw attention to a ride that's been shut down? When, what did they shut that ride down to create? Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right. So, in a weird, direct, wonky way, they are promoting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway by promoting the Great Movie Ride, even though it's shut down. And so, all of us seeing this, we're going to be like, oh, I missed the Great Movie Ride. It's a weird dichotomy of things going on here, which I find interesting. So, some of the, the films that they referenced, there was uh, Godzilla in there, which is, you know, Mickey Mouse battling the giant dinosaurs. Uh, we've got Ben-Hur, which played an important role in there. I love is the Chariot. The Chariot, that's the, the name of the vehicle I couldn't think of right when we were watching the episode. They put the film roll on the Chariot. All you people yelling at the car, you know, in your car, is to, what that thing was called. It's the Chariot. <laughs> he puts the it's film roll on the Chariot. chariot but the dude. Chariot, the, like the horse stops, the Chariot comes to a, a halt, and it throws the, the rider into who knows where. I, I think that's entertaining. But So there's, there's Ben-Hur. Uh, there's Alien. Which, uh, you've got the little animated version of Sigourney Weaver in there fighting the aliens. They're all cartoon aliens, not scary, realistic aliens. But that's from the great movie ride. Um, you've got the, the, the Busby Berkeley Aqua Musical in the style of Foot Night, or Footlight Parade. Also featured in the great movie ride. As many as swimming through the water trying to get that. Um, so, a lot of fun films there. Now, you, you spotted this when we're watching this. Mickey Mouse, when he is on the sidelines of that Footlight Parade film set, uh, he, what was the, the uh, floaty he was wearing to try to save Minnie? Donald. He's Donald a duck, duck. so it, <laughs> well, yeah. so it makes sense. I just find it interesting when Donald Duck is reduced to character on floaty for <laughs> this, this episode. I mean, Donald Duck is not a, a real person to not appreciate the, the humor here, but I think if Donald Duck was real, he'd be like, what are you doing? Now, this episode does seem to tell the story of how Mickey and Minnie became the stars of Disney, you know, rising up through the ranks of, you know, this this comic start to their adventures and then making them the biggest stars in Hollywood. And then I also love, you know, as we pointed out, the end credits, with it's done in a classic 90s orchestra style, very Hollywood-ish. Now, one of the other things that I do find interesting, just for my brain, my 80s brain growing up in the 80s, this, it, it doesn't match shot for shot, but it's the, the, the style and tone of this very much reminded me of the ending of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, a movie you have not seen. But I will throw some footage up here on the screen. All He's, he's riding from set to set in between the sound stages. Some of the things from... These movies are like are now coming out and interacting with one another. Even a Godzilla piece, just like Mickey Mouse. So we have the whole, like, we're filming a Godzilla movie and Pee-wee interferes and rides through it. Just 
like Mickey Mouse did. And then on to the next set, just like Mickey Mouse did. So like I said, it's not exactly, but it's I definitely think they had this sequence in mind when they were designing this short. So anyway, similarities, I think I think so. I, I really would imagine that the writers had this movie, the, the climax of this movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, in their heads as they were writing and putting this this short together. Was that a the sim short? No. The similarities just seem way too close to me. So go check out Pee-wee's Big Adventure. If you haven't already seen it, it's, it's, it's very entertaining and weird. Keaton's Joke of the Week. This is Keaton's chance to shine, to to share some fun humor with us. He is the master of all things punny. And with that, Keaton, what is this week's joke of the week? Which city does Paw Patrol like the most? We just watched a Disney short and you're doing Paw Patrol humor? I mean, it goes through a lot of different movie kind of things. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so wait, what is, it's been a while since I've watched Paw Patrol. Uh, what's the main city? Uh, something Bay. Um, Adventure Bay. Adventure Bay, but um, that's not very funny. So I don't think you'd do that to me. I don't know, buddy. What city does Paw Patrol like the most? New Yorkie. <laughs> New Yorkie. <laughs> Yorkie like a dog? Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keaton's joke of the week. All right, let's wrap things up for this week so that you can continue on to your next podcast. But remember, you can watch all of our shows, all of our past shows on the website, www.makingshortsandmore.com. Remember to, you know, whatever podcast player you listen to, whether that's Apple Podcasts or YouTube or Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, whatever it is, all sorts of them out there. Just do a search for Making Shorts and More and we should show up. And then you can subscribe to us so you don't ever miss any of our weirdness and fun and apparently butt humor. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whichever you like. Again, just do a search for Mickey Shorts and more, and we should show up there. We'd love to hear from you. We love getting emails from people who listen to the show, so just send that email to MickeyShortsAndMore at gmail.com, and it will get to us so that we can either email you back or read that on the, the air, or call and leave us a voicemail at 541-321-0472. Next week, we start Season 5 with Amore Matore. Amore Matore. We're going to welcome back the Scooter, who started off the whole show. He finally gets to come back, and we're excited to see him back. So, remember, our solution for all things life is to watch more Mickey Mouse. It'll make you smile. It'll bring you together as a family. Parents and children watching the same thing together all at once is a wondrous thing and laughing together. Help you forget about your troubles. I'm gonna forget my troubles! And with that, go enjoy the rest of your week. Do not melt in all the heat out there across the world. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Make Sure Some More podcast. Bye! Bye. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da